having made their way safely back to Egadon and being dismissed by Morden, who gave them leave to pass safely through Threshold and onto their goal in the Kinlands, the party is reunited with Reese, but not as they knew him. Instead, as someone altogether different, a seemingly fellish man who goes by Relandia. As the group packs up their things and makes their way through the city, Relandia leads the way, a writ of passage signed by Magister Morden, opening every gate that stands in their path, until they come to the final one on the western walls of Threshold. Beyond, only plains and battle-scarred lands lie before them, an arduous journey ahead. I'm assuming that we've all made our necessary preparations before going through, so Rolandir is going to make his way towards the gate to show the writ of passage and have them open it. The guard standing watch there, which is actually a magister of the Twelfth Rose, takes a quick look at the papers, smirks, and goes, "Eh, Very well. And leads your group alongside the wall to a smaller postern gate that you can travel through without compromising the safety of the city beyond. It's like sunset, correct? Yes, it is sunset. It is the end of the day. And as you pass beyond this gate, now in the fields west of Threshold, near the wall and a little beyond, it's mostly flat grassland. A bit of trees in the distance and forests that lie just beneath the hills and mountains to the south that you can see from where you are. And then, further westward, all you see are blackened skies and blackened fields. Whatever roads there were seem to be gone. Ahead of you is a battlefield, or what remains of one. Now, I am not a being who would, in fact, like to sleep next to a battlefield. But I would be lying if I said I was not tired. So while we have scarcely left behind us the uh, security, one might say, I do think it could be to our benefit to uh, sit down, have a strong, stout meal, and uh, maybe rest just a tad before beginning our journey. So would anyone be opposed to maybe nearest to the wall setting up a camp? I don't trust those... uh, fellows who are guarding these things, but uh, I do think we could all use a break. I agree. Perhaps, Lerots, you would like to find a suitable location for us to set up camp. Very well. Never would I take it upon myself to say that I've done this before, but I in fact have done this before. So, I shall indeed. Uh, let's look around here. And, uh, seeing, uh, there, 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 there. That looks like the place. Head there in a little alcove and let them come for us from one end and, uh, you are, you are feeling a heavier meal tonight uh, during our passage through the city. I, I, I may have picked up a couple of things on the way. Uh, Thrawn was kind enough to uh, lend me a few uh, pieces. It's, uh, yes, yes, yes. After a long, hard adventure, nothing goes down better than a hearty, hot meal. So as Lerotes scouts ahead and finds a suitable spot a little ways away from the wall, tucked behind a small grassy knoll covered in a few rocks and such you're still a ways away from the battlefield i should make that clear like you're you it'll take you a good few hours to even reach the edges of these blackened plains i mean let finds himself a nice uh, nice flat rock 
takes some water, you know, kind of washes it off, and you see him pull some ingredients out of his bag and start chopping things up. However, the uh, more observant of the group might notice that he has chosen some pretty unconventional ingredients. There might be a little bit of difference between traditional human cuisine and what uh, Elf can think is you know, good. So it'll be a curious supper. Saren and Kelnias, who help make the fire, they have a nice conversation and introduce themselves to each other. Val will take 10 minutes to cast Fabricate and make just like a big old dirt hut <laughs> for everyone to be in. Um, and then we'll just go inside immediately. As everybody's kind of settling in, you know, make sure everything's set up for the evening. Fran sits down on a little uh, mud chair that Val has furnished this place with. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he says, So, Relandir, tell us what happened. And is there a hint of, uh, of animosity, a, of animosity, or a smirk <laughs> on his face as he says the word Rolandir? <laughs> you just say Rolandir. <laughs> <laughs> Noticing that there is a bit of contention still, obviously, between himself and Efron, which Rolandir already knew that there would be. Rolander sits around the fire with his companions and begins to explain his experience. Now, judging what I'm sure is just a lack of understanding on your part of Fron and everyone's for that part, Rolander start. is a name that comes from what my true name was in the old world. It is not something that I shared really with anyone except for Lyrian. It's not something that a Asimar would willingly give out especially one from my background. But what I should tell you is that I was caught up with Sindur. I did not know whether I was going to be banished or killed, and quite honestly, I still think that is a possibility if things should not go our way. I was told that everything that has happened, and he looks at Lyrian and Mick particularly, everything even down to the rifts opening in the old world, has all been the construction of one of the beings of this realm, who has been plotting our demise, and not just ours, but that of perhaps this entire realm, for quite some time. My mission is simple, and my task is clear. I've been tasked with stopping this, and there are a few things that I know that will do that, but one of them I know for sure, and that is finding Vamak. He is somewhere out here, and the purposes which he has been tasked with, or has chosen himself, will only aid in this being's plan. One other thing that I would mention. I mentioned before that Reese had died, and that is the truth. The being that you see before you is infused with the essence of this world. Its body is created from the ground, and the materials as the same as the rest of yours, and he says, pointing to Ifran. Val, and the rest of those of this new world. I have been chosen as Sindur's godborn, and he has given me this task. I mentioned Vamak is the sure path that we must follow now, and that is true. But there is one other person we need to find. A young girl named Lunavra. Her I have less guidance on where to find, but I do know it is something else we need to do. 
I think perhaps I might be able to help with that. And Saren speaks up and says, I, I as well. In, in, in fact, I knew her. Uh, Rylander kind of raises an eyebrow at Saren. You knew her. It was some time ago, yes. I, I, I don't want to derail whatever we have going on. Perhaps I'll speak to it uh, another time. By all means, it, the, the night is still young. Feel free to share what you know. Kelnias actually speaks up and she says, I have a question, and that is simple. What do you mean your cinder's godborn? What's a, what's a godborn? And he kind of gets this smile on his face, and he says, To be honest with you, I can't say I'm the best one to ask on that. Just being something doesn't necessarily know you know the history of everything and its existence, but they are chosen assigned from one of the ethereals to fulfill one of their tasks. I I view it as nothing more than a servant. And Saren even looks a little confused at this point. And he's like, yes, that's true, but Cinder, there have never been God born of Cinder. And he looks at Efron and he says, you've traveled well. Even among the Sanguine, you've never seen a God born, have you? Not of their kind? No. I have never met a godborn, and now this is one for the history books. Was Cinder so kind as to mention who or what this being was that sought the distraction of the realm? I wish his guidance had been so clear, but this I do know, that we need to find Vamok, and that's our one sure path, aside from finding the Navra, which I don't know if we'll meet that goal along our path to Vamok, but surely we can check one thing off after another. But one, one thing I, I need to say first, and this is specifically addressed to those of this world. I know the Rift Wardens and those who've come with them have caused nothing but trouble since our arrival. They've thrown disorder and chaos, but that is merely the workings of this being. That I was assured of. And now, as a being of this world, my only and sole intention is to stop that. That sounds great. Now, who would like something to eat? I don't want to spoil you, but this is a troop favorite. It has been six months, so forgive me if it's not quite as savory as it might have been. But, I will say, many a time did I get my staff with this one. I don't cook often, but uh, I picked it up as a young lad and uh, kept it up since. Now, here you go. And he hands you a plate of, it's something, it's some sort of chunk in like a sauce. I can't really tell. He's minced down the ingredients kind of small. Some sort of chunk in a sauce? (laughs) Is it like an iceberg salad or something? No, no, no. It's like a, it's not like a stew. But has ever had had, like chicken tiki masala or something? Yeah. Okay. It's like thicker. Yeah, yeah, so it's like yeah, thicker it's like, like that. Chowder. There's some chunks in it of something you don't necessarily recognize, and there is some flatbread on the side. So we made curry. <laughs> uh, taste it before you make your judgment. Fantasy curry. Well, dig in. And you see him, he's just shoveling this stuff into his mouth. He's obviously enjoying himself. Because every few seconds he goes, <laughs> oh, It's been too long indeed. <laughs> it brings me back. As Lyrian is taking a bite of this uh, this foreign dish. Uh, just real quick, as you take that bite, you taste something that is like weirdly sour and bitter. It's a weird taste. Not 
necessarily a bad taste, but it's a pretty weird taste. Do with that what you will. So with this quest that you've been given, you're in line to become a reality or a Valor? <laughs> no, no, not so. My being might now be of this world, but I do not belong to the path of becoming a reality, Valor, or what else have you. I am simply a servant of Sindor, much as I were I was a paladin of my patron in the old world. Well, Leirota, this is quite l- lovely, um, but um, going along with that, Relandia, is it? Yes, yes. Yes. Uh, you mentioned that Sindor's said that Vamak is essential for our quests in defeating whatever nefarious plan is set against us and this realm. That seems to be in line with the Wanderer, correct? Hmm. As memory would tell? It would be. Indeed. Did you learn anything of him or of anything of this, this grand scheme that we're part of? Only that almost everything we've come in contact with, as we've seen prior with these strands back at Count Algier's party, has been, perhaps more so than even we understand, all part of this being's plan. I, I do not know if we are playing into a part of this being's plan, but I do know that if we do our part to find Vamok, we will be one step closer to defeating it. Did you get any insight more so to the exact location of Vamok? I did not. I just knew we needed to push further into the Kinlands. Kalnia speaks up, you know, between mouthfuls of this stuff, and she says, well, since that was my charge and of helping you out here, I feel like that's what we do. Simply go into the Kinlands as far as we can and well, see what we can find. Oh, and speaking of that, Rolander had spoken with the others on their way through the gates of Threshold and kind of gotten a general vibe of what everyone had been tasked with from Vale, and now he's coming back to that. These tasks from Vale, I would not view them so much as curses. I do believe that we might find more help than we realize in aligning ourselves with him. At this, Saren is as he's picking through his food, looking for something that's edible to him, is just, like, shaking his head. And he's like, mm, I, I wouldn't know about that. Nope. Veil? <laughs> Ally? Those aren't words that go in the same sentence ever. Especially Noah, when we're in the employ of the Wanderer. I wouldn't go on his bad side, and I don't think he and Veil really see eye to eye. Hate to disagree with you, Reese. I didn't say Veil gets along with anyone particularly well, now did I? Rolandier. Were you told of anything uh, to do with this book that I'm supposed to get? And he just shakes his head and stuffs a few more bites of Larotz's soup stew sour thing into his mouth. Unfortunately, cannot help you. I figured it was a long shot. But I did notice the mark from your hand is gone. Yes, thanks to the blade that we retrieved from the realms. Val is going to stand up and um, set his empty plate of food down and just go outside of this hut, surround the back and sit down and summon the archbishop just to have her And because um, <laughs> I often forget that I have a familiar <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to cast sending um, I can speak 25 words to anyone anywhere 
Holy shiz, she's a, he's a spy. <laughs> <laughs> this so, is when it finally comes out. <laughs> Darling Katasandra. Meet me at these coordinates. <laughs> I've got the vowing <laughs> for it. <laughs> While Val is doing that, Rolander was going to seeing Val get up, he was gonna kinda of finish up in there and then he was going to try to sneak out to go talk with Val, but he would probably have already done a few things before he made it out. Alright, so yeah, Val in the back, you're sending. What do you send? Um, I am going to attempt to contact the girl from the orb whom I saw. Um, I have all this. This is exactly 25 words. I, I, I wrote it out. Okay, this is, this is what Val says. Uh, hello, my name is Valmes. I saw you. You saw me. I do not wish you harm. I think you are meant to teach me. Val does, in fact, immediately receive a response. Is the message received in any particular voice? Like, is it you you hear it, or is it just sort of in your mind you receive this response? Mm, I think I think it's telepathic. I don't know if it sounds like their voice or not. Well, I'm just going to go and say it's canon. You hear her voice. Okay. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> and you only hear three words. And it is, you are mistaken. Ouch. Ooh, that's not acceptable. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> I gotta mark that spell slot off. Okay, I'm gonna save one. I have, She has made a mistake talking to an Elvaret that way. I have so many spell slots. I could do this all night. <laughs> um, I will send one back immediately and say, I am not. You receive a forward response, and it's a question, and it's, did you know CAD? Um, okay, I don't have this one written out, so I'm going to count on my fingers. <laughs> I did not. I am sorry. Vale showed you to me. And you receive in response, I will find you. Ooh. <laughs> okay. So now I want to message Catasandra. Uh, <laughs> Finally. Hello, Catasandra. This is Velmes. I am alive. Things are overwhelming, but I have found good friends. Are you well? I will hear your reply. And you instantly receive, My darling Valentine, your words are sweet honey to my soul. I am well. Take care of yourself, and do no less than I would. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Val's very happy with that. He feels all warm and fuzzy inside. (laughs) Good. Uh, was Reese tromping around the corner at this point? I mean, what was Rolander? <laughs> Excuse you. Yes, so Rolander turns around the corner after Val receives this message. Is Val just sitting there? Mm-hmm. And he comes and sits on, I don't know if there's a bench or a seat or something. He sits next to him. And he just stares out across the field with the burning smoke rising up from the horizon. Val, I must ask you something. Yeah? Something of a gift that I was given from Sindor is the ability of intent. I do not know what that means, nor how to use it. Will you teach me? Val just kind of, like, smiles in a sort of um, self-deprecating manner. (laughs) (laughs) And says... I am still learning um, what true intent is myself. 
but I think perhaps we could learn together. Yes, well, if your powers that you displayed back in the realm of Vale were any indication of your potential, I think I think you'll make a great teacher. But yes, we will learn together. And with that, Rolandir nods and stands and walks back inside the hut. Inside the hut, Kelnias has finished her meal and hands it to Lerotes and through a grimace says, delicious, and then goes <laughs> and scoots a little closer to Mick and says, Mick, do you have a moment? I wouldn't mind a short conversation with you. Yes, I have a moment. What's uh, on your mind? May we step outside? Sure, why not? As the two of you step out, passing Rolandir as he steps back in, she just looks at you and says, I wanted to apologize, first and foremost. I observed over the few days that we had been together in Vale's realm that you and one of my crew members had formed something of a friendship. Medic. Her name was Medic. Yes. I always intended to leave them behind. I don't know if that makes me a monster. It for sure makes me selfish. And I wanted to simply ask for your forgiveness. Whether it's you, I should even be asking. I, It would be nice to hear it from someone that matters. I can imagine what you're going through right now. Although I do have to admit that that probably was, a, as you put it, a, a selfish decision. At the same time, I do pity you. and I pity the decision you had to make, considering only one could come. Yes, Gelnius, I, I, I do forgive you. That's just it, Mick. I don't know if just one could come. But in the short time I've known you, I've seen that you are not as open with the others, perhaps. And perhaps trust comes seldom, and Medic may have been the exception to that. And I robbed you of that, and I... Yes, I, I've said all I have to. And she starts to just take a stroll away from the little hut. Mick kind of stays out there and kind of thinks about what Kelnius says and ponders on kind of the reality of that, but then shakes his head and walks back into the hut. And I'm just going to say, at this point, everybody hears a Franz voice say, All right, we should all get some sleep. We have a long journey tomorrow. Saren is starting to lay out his bedroll and get his pack in order and set himself down for the night. Kelnius is still off, wandering about the knoll, and has Val made his way back inside the hut? Um, He probably would have spent a little bit of time outside by himself, because alone time is not a thing Val has had in quite some time, and is something he's used to. So, <laughs> he'll, he'll, take, he'll take a little bit, but he'll go inside after that. So yeah, a, a little while after Efron's call to, to rest. Saren looks over at Lyrian, who's come up beside him, and says, Yes, Lyrian, can I do something for you? I want you to tell me about that girl, Lenavra. Luna, yeah, she... She prefers Luna, first and foremost. Uh, uh, sorry, I'm a little distracted. Yes, I knew her up until not too long ago. In fact, it was a bit short of a year. I'd, I'll be honest, ever since coming into the employ of the Wanderer, I've had many experiences, and his power is truly great. What time and place I'm in isn't always apparent to me. And so 
when all this transpired or what has or maybe hasn't yet transpired. I can't say for certain, but Luna, yes, I I used to live in Bastion. It's a city, much, much to the north. Sort of as Threshold is to Kinlands, Bastion is on the northern side, the same thing. One of the last cities of humankind before entering into hostile territory. I was a soldier before this, and to be honest, not a very good one. I actually had the pleasure of meeting the last Godborn. Well, Godborn of Sereth, of course, not of Sindor, but I know that you're not all familiar with those things, and I won't get too into it, but anywho, I witnessed his death, and he he gave me a, a charge to, to find his next of kin, the next Godborn, which, as time went on, I believed to be this girl, Luna. I met her only tangentially, though, she was romantically involved with my younger sister, and one thing led to another, and my sister ended up dying, and Luna ended up on the run. Magister's always after her. Saren kind of just shakes his head, runs a hand nervously through his hair, and he's like, Morden was there, and I was there, and nothing ended well, and I... You can see him, he's kind of sweating a bit. He looks incredibly uncomfortable, and he's like, it's difficult to talk about right now. It feels raw. But hearing from Reese that she's alive meant meant a lot. I only wish that my sister could have heard it too, but I'm I'm sorry, Leary, and I'm I'm very tired. Perhaps we could continue this on the road tomorrow. I will let you get your rest, but I'm afraid I probably won't be joining you tomorrow. What what do you mean? I must make my way to Mainstay. Well, then you've made a grave mistake already, friend. You've left Threshold. If you think you can go back that way, you are very wrong. Those walls go from mountain to mountain. There's no entering the human side of the valley. You're right. That might be a bit difficult. I was unaware of that situation. I think I must find a way, at least soon. Vale is very explicit about something happening to me. If I was to delay in any way. Perhaps, Lyrian, we could continue this conversation tomorrow on the road. For, although I was tasked by the Wanderer to keep watch of this group and to make sure they accomplish their goals, I think they are in the right minds and in the right direction, at least. If you truly did wish to return, I could take you back through Threshold. Morden wouldn't mind me. And perhaps Reese could even loan us this writ that he'd been given. Besides, if Luna's alive, as Reese says, then I reckon she's still in the human side of the fell. That was my thoughts exactly. But who she is, what she is, uh, <laughs> you can never be sure. Uh, anyway, that's my offer to you, if you take it. Why don't you sleep on it, though? It sounds like a plan. I feel it's best to discuss these matters before putting things in motion by ourselves. Great, then. We'll speak with the others maybe at breakfast. You hear a loud voice ring out to those who are inside and outside the uh, hut here and just, All right, you sorry sons! Get in here and go to bed! I'm going to be up before dawn, which means you will too! All right, well, Rolander goes to bed. Saren nods off, and eventually Kelnias 
comes back to the hut and settles down outside. You hear some thunderous snoring from Lerot's little part of the hut there. Lyrian actually had gone outside as well. Is, is, is Kelneas like sleeping? Yeah, she's asleep. Okay. And he's just taking watch, essentially. Has everyone gone to sleep? Efron's been asleep. Efron's a smart man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Val will have been asleep for a little while. For the crack of dawn, you guys hear some banging, and it's just Lerot's there. He's got a sword in one hand, a breastplate in the other hand. He's just slammed the two together. All right, all right, wake up now, you sorry lot. We need to get moving into the kinland here. Don't worry, I've already made breakfast. And you see that <laughs> breakfast is actually just what dinner was, but he's cooked it even more, so the sauce is so thick that it's like... So now he just, just wrapped the flatbread around it, so it's not even like a sauce to sop. It is now just like a, a wrap you can eat on the go. He starts walking towards people to hand them out. As Kelnies comes into the hut and Lerotes offers her this, this wrap, she just smacks him in the hand and knocks it to the ground. And through like rubbing her eyes and gritting her teeth, she's just like, we're not in the God's damn army. And she goes and grabs some of her own rations from her own pack. There's just another quest. Are we not on a timetable here? Let's go, let's go! Bang, 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 bang! Rolandier awakes quite abruptly to this rattling and packs up his bedroll and other equipment and departs, taking in the morning air before setting off. I think perhaps it would be wise to um, discuss exactly what it is we are getting ourselves into here. I agree. I think it's best to discuss our plans before we move forward. Indeed, you all said something about a, a mock fellow. Never heard of the lad. Who is he? Should I know him? If we're going to find him, I assume that I must uh, at least have some idea of who he is. Rolander had poked his head back inside to kind of check on people, and he heard Lerot's questioning after the Vamak. Uh, yes, Vamak was one of the few who came through with our group of Rift Wardens. He is a large fellow. Blends in quite well with the kin, actually. Rolander kind of gets a, like a wince almost on his face. He's always been after the search of more power. I, I thought originally when, that he would be a valuable asset, channeling that into the Rift Warden purpose. But I fear something inside of him has been searching and seeking after infinitely more, especially after what Vale told us. All right, then. I say we find the young lad. And uh, you said he looks like a kin, and he's probably here among the kin. Y- yes, quite quite a bit larger than most kin, actually. Large and his ears are not quite the same. They're not forked. Well, then, I unfortunately, I do not know where we are. So we might need to turn to uh, young uh, Val here. Do you... I have some idea this threshold place. I've never seen the like of it among humans, and to be honest, I don't even know. Where are we then? Well, I have a, a, a decent idea of where we are. I passed this direction on my way in. Um, I have had an idea. I am not entirely sure how it will go over, but... um, Okay, uh, so... Obviously, you cannot pass through these... Finding Vermok is one thing. Let's start with that. I don't know what we're going to do with regard to this person. But in order to find him at all, we need to be able to move 
and um, perhaps move through cities. And you cannot do that looking the way that you currently do. I've been thinking about it. And um, I have... This is going to sound very strange. Um, I think that perhaps we could impersonate my family. Kalneas is sort of just leaning up against the wall, arms crossed over her chest, and goes, Well, in all honesty, I should be fine. I don't think I need a disguise to move through these lands. No, no. I think I think that you should stay as you are. Same with you, uh, Lerotza. Um, but the rest of you will need disguises, which obviously I can provide. But I'm not sure exactly um, who should play who, if that makes sense. Saren speaks up at this point and says, Well, maybe something that might simplify things is... Lyrian and I spoke last night about his quest for Vale, and though he the curse has been removed, there is a lingering fear, of course, of repercussions. And I, too, have this fear, especially anything concerning Vale. The Wanderer would disapprove immensely if he and I were to return to Threshold and make our way on this quest separate from the rest of you. Would that make things easier on you, Val? Rolander cutting in says, Well, now hold on a minute, now addressing Lyrian. Why are you leaving? The curse has been lifted. You have no fear of repercussions. Vale has too many other mortals to mess with than to bother with you if you've broken that seal. There is truth to that, but I feel like our dealings are are not over with him. What's to prevent him in the future from, uh, I don't know, striking me down? <laughs> well, I certainly hope our dealings with him are not over, and he turns to Saren and says, besides, if you are aiding Lyrian in his quest for Vale, wouldn't that be going against your fears of the Wanderer? He would accompany me, that we might find Luna, the girl that he mentioned. And that that, that does kind of set Rolandia a little bit back, and he's, he's pondering these words. Yes, yes. Well, if it makes any difference, I prefer that you not go. I think we need all the force and manpower that we can, and I'd rather not have you leaving here. And you notice he wasn't necessarily looking at you when he said that. And Saren looks at Lyrian and just puts a you know a hearty hand on his shoulder and goes, Look, I'll, whatever your decision, I'll stick with you. Rolandier, you said that it might not be bad to aid Vale in his requests. Why is it different for mine than for the others? I think that we should absolutely do it. I merely think that this course we are on after Vamak should take precedence first. Yes, I, I understand, and... If you had not come back, if you were not here, I would be very much tempted to do it, to go find Vamak. But the only reason that I'm considering this is because you are here. I have trust in you that you can do the right thing. Rolandir is visibly not shaken, but his gears are turning. He, uh, he hadn't expected Lyrian to just get up and leave so suddenly. Saren looks between the two of you and he goes, If there's a way to get Vale out of the picture and this is it, I'm all for it. Can Val cast Sending really fast? Sure. Okay, I would like to cast Sending to the same girls before, <laughs> since I have realized that I don't exactly know what her name is. Um, and I will say, is your name Lunavra? And you receive, I prefer Luna. <laughs> well, that was easy enough. 
I think, I don't know if this is any sort of um, deciding factor for you, but I think she will come to us. Still, even if we're, if we're in Kim lands, that's, that's going to be a hard feat. If a couple of us are in a position to be better found by her, we can quash two birds with one stone. I don't see the problem with this. Larian? I will look to Saren and say, is there anything that you would like to say to her? And I don't mean this in like a, a fancy metaphorical way, like, oh, if I only had a chance, like literally right now. Uh, no. No, anything I have to say, she deserves to hear in person. Well, before I make my decision, what do you all think? Would you prefer to have me here? You know my choice. I would not have us split our group. We've made enough sacrifices thus far. And I don't want anything else to happen to one of us, purely because we are not equipped to handle something that comes our way. But you make your own choice. I trust you, and what you decide I will support. Saren says, you know my mind, and I believe we should go. Calniace from the corner says, look, if anyone's got experience with Vale, it's me, and... Ah, <laughs> oh, the day I'm agreeing with him. Maybe you should stay? I don't know. I don't I don't know. I don't know. And she just throws her hands up and she resigns herself again to the darkness. To the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> Lyrian, if it's um of any use to you, in my opinion, I think that you should stay with us. Again, you don't have the mark on you anymore, as we indicated, and I think that this can wait. But Vermark, on the other hand, cannot. Speaking of which, Val, love your plan, and I think we should go with it. On the other hand, I think I have something else to add to this. And I take out a Lycle, and I'm going to use it because I'm going to cast Scrying to look for Vamak. Sweet. Oh, dang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does anybody have any possessions of Vamak? Rolander simply shakes his head. I do not. Uh, Lyrian? I don't believe that I do. Maybe a shot of his clothes. I don't know what kind of person you are. <laughs> Anything beyond common items that anyone could have had, you don't have possession of. So, Chris, go ahead and cast Scrying. So Mick, uh, not having an object or much of anything um, and knowledge of Vamak, that's all that he has, really, just closes his eyes and tries to concentrate on trying to see Vamak and hear him. Swirling in your mind's eye in front of you, you see dark clouds and then wisps of light forming. And as you unconsciously take a step forward toward a small basin of water that'd been laid out for all of you to wash up in that morning, Mick kneels down, eyes still closed, and as your hands grip the sides of this this basin, Noah, why don't you roll for Vamok? It's a 16. And as everyone starts peering toward Mick, the slightest incantation coming off his lips, a figure starts to appear in the basin. And then a moment later, everyone sees clearly the form of the Goliath, Vamok. Vamok. 